Welcome, everybody, to the Connection Podcast. I'm Marshall McCumber, your host, your co-host here from Think P3 uh, in Washington, D.C., and I've got my co-host, Mary Scott Neighbors. Mary, how are you? Marshall, I'm doing good, and gee, I'm glad we're going to get to do this first podcast. I know we've got, so this is an exciting new initiative, I think, of Strategic Partnerships, Inc., we are going to talk about all the things, obviously, that Mary and I are particularly interested in, one of which is public-private partnerships and this government contracting marketplace in this incredibly exciting time that we as a nation, we have anybody in government, anybody involved with government, there's been no time like this, arguably, in our nation's history that's bringing more people of more different backgrounds together. And I think in this podcast, we're going to talk about the players, the people, and the process for getting this done, because I think that's what's more most important to a lot of the folks who are watching this. Mary, you were the, the you're the CEO and president of Strategic Partnerships. It's your firm. You launched a new platform, Government Market News. Why? Why <laughs> Government Market News? Why now? Marshall, I cannot tell you how many people have asked me that question, from family members to friends to sometimes even people. On the SBI team, why are we doing this? This is killing us. <laughs> but, you know, it's because so many of this team uh, came out of the executive ranks of government. And we, we also have a wonderful, incredibly good research team here. And so we have a, a, a vision into the future. We stand with one foot in the private sector and one foot in the public sector. And when we look out across the future, we see that the collaboration between private sector contractors and public officials is critical in so many ways. We'll be more competitive globally as a nation if we have good collaboration. Uh, taxpayers will be better off. Government will be able to benefit from the expertise and the experience of private sector firms. So we're hoping that this news uh, platform that we've developed will become the connector. And our plan is every day <clears throat> to have beneficial news for private sector contractors and then the same type of beneficial news for public officials. And I can talk more about that, but that's the objective of this, this whole effort that we've put into launching government market news. You know, I used to be, I, I mean, I think the time is absolutely right. And I know one of my hopes coming out of this podcast is to help, help make this real. You can Google stuff, you can learn stuff coming out of the federal government, state government, local government, but how do we get that together? It's people. It's people. You talk about the team at SPI. I'm in DC. It takes so many people of such great intellect, I think, to, to, to make this real. I also think it's really interesting. I came off of Capitol Hill. I was a longtime chief of staff to a member of Congress. And, you know, I got in this business, this world of public-private partnerships, because I, I looked down the road and I thought, there is no way we can solve the nation's biggest challenges. We don't have enough public sector funding to do it, so we're going to need the private sector equity, capital. We need the know-how in that spirit of partnership that you talked about. I just, you think about decarbonization, you think about broadband, you think about some of the geopolitical challenges we're facing right now we got to work together to build this country and rebuild it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the, there are so many companies who have wonderful new technology 
all kinds of wonderful solutions. But what happens is they 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 get into this U- U.S. government marketplace, which just happens to be the largest market in the world, and and they can stumble around for years, literally, because this culture, the processes, the procedures, the ethics, the rules, everything are different in the government marketplace. And so our hope is to make it easy for them to come in and make it even easier for public officials to recognize, oh, we need this funding or we need this technology, and then to be able to hear each other and find out whether or not there's a good partnership here or not. So that'll be part of our objective. There's a lot of barriers to entry for companies, right? That have never done this before. So many. So many. And it's interesting because companies from all over the world are trying to get into the U.S. marketplace. And it is the most competitive also market in the world and because government buys everything, there's nothing you can name that they don't need at some time or another. And government isn't influenced by inflation or, or anything. And so this marketplace is only going to grow. And so we have a lot of international firms understand this marketplace. But by the same token, we also have a lot of small companies enter this marketplace and be become wonderful subcontractors in the beginning. And then as their companies grow, they become prime contractors, but they all need help. Give me an example. As I, as I think about the definition of infrastructure used to, when you say what's our infrastructure to kind of the average person on the street, generally I think people would say, well, it's roads and bridges, right? Roads and bridges, but, but it's so much more. <laughs> it's so it's it's almost everything. It's it's roads and bridges, but it's our school buildings, it's mm-hmm. our utilities, public and private, it's broadband, it's water, and the differences about how to who owns it, who takes care of it, who maintains it, who renews it. There's so much there. Give me an example, Mary. Somebody picks up the phone, calls you at the office. Maybe they did today or yesterday or this week or last week, and they've got some some kind of technology or some sort of solution they have. They say, Mary, we need to get this in the hands of so-and-so. Are they saying we need to get this in the hands of the federal government? We need to get it in the state of Texas, state of California, or do we need to get it in the city of Miami? What do they say to you? So, so they say something like that. And my first reaction is this, let's talk about what is your offering? What do you have for government? And then let us look at it because as I said earlier, we all came out of this massive government marketplace and let us decide where do you need to take this? What jurisdiction is going to have the greatest and most immediate needs? What states are going to be the best for you to, to consider? And how does your marketing look? And, and are you registered and certified and have all of the credentials ready to sell to government? Uh, do you have any references? And if you don't, that's okay, but let's take your private sector references and mold them into something that a public official can understand best. So um, let me go back to infrastructure just a moment, though, because every day of the world I explain to someone infrastructure is not just roads and bridges. It's technology. It's like you say, it's water. 
but it's it's vertical construction. It's uh, student housing on university campuses. It's affordable housing in in cities everywhere. So infrastructure is whatever the foundational systems are that let us survive as citizens in a prosperous world. I mean, take it to, to your point about housing. Every country, you're in Austin, I'm in D.C., every major city that is across this country and place around the world are having some sort of housing crisis. And we saw, right, we saw just, what was it, end of last week or week before, the Biden administration came out with a whole toolkit to help cities with this office to residential conversion. Well, anybody who's done some reading, that's a very complex undertaking. And it's probably going to take some public funding. It's probably going to take some public know-how to make this happen because a private developer can't just come in and solve this. Otherwise, they would have done it. That's where I think where the partnership of this comes in, where you've got to have people that understand both sides. Because if it's just a private developer, I'm coming here to turn a profit. We want to get into this thing and get out of it. So it's a very, it doesn't sound very good to your public official, elected official who's got constituents to serve. They've got a community to think about. And that's where I think the magic of this partnership comes together is bringing both of that together. And I think in there is a way to win some of this as well. Yes. And, and you know, the, the sad thing about it is, is that um, th- there's more money now flowing than ever before, ever, ever. Uh, trillions of dollars are available. But if you look at who's getting those those federal funds, uh, some states are doing much better than others. Some cities are doing are, are, are so much better than others. And so you have to look and think, well, how do we help those others? And you can't just say, go look at this program on a federal uh, website because it's going to take forever to someone to dig down, to find everything they need to know. Here's the program. Here's the timelines. Here's the rules. Here's how you do the application process. Uh, and then they still need to know, how do I get more competitive? So this platform is going to make all of that information available in very simple terminology. And and we think that will help public, it, public visionary leaders Move this infrastructure faster. You know, what? one of the things I hope we get out of the platform and through this podcast is we get a two-way dialogue going on here. You know, we've got some great, I don't know if I should talk about some of our guests coming up here in the future, but we're going to talk about things like vertiports, for example. I mean, fascinating. Talking about disruption in the airspace. But what I would love us to see ultimately, eventually, is people reaching out to us, whomever it is, and say, I want to talk about such and such, or I have a question about this. I think one thing to emphasize, to your point, as things change, no question is a bad question. And it's better to ask the basics. And and I think even you and I, we have to constantly kind of remind people, what are the basics? What is a partnership? What is entailed? Like your point about the processes of government. We got to go back to the basics. And I think that is how we, all, we educate ourselves and we all ed- educate others, right? Absolutely. And, and and we are soliciting input from anyone who comes on this site. We have been shocked because we've had so many unique visits to this site. I mean, I mean, thousands and thousands every day. And, and we're shocked by that. But what we want to say to every one of them is 
Tell us what you like. Tell us what you need. Uh, send your news here. Um, these podcasts are going to start next week. And, and if you're watching this one, we're, we're the first, but who do you want to hear from? What do you want us to talk about? Uh, that kind of input is what will make this connection totally unique and better than we could ever make it alone. I'm really hoping we're going to have a chance to bring some government agency sponsors of projects on and have them talk about their project. Right, yeah, it could let, be a redevelopment downtown. Let's Go talk ahead. about that, Marshall, because yes, we're going to start saying to public officials, "You have a project you want to launch, and you don't maybe have all the funding or all the expertise. Come on a podcast with us, and let's talk about your project." Because as we give you some in some ideas and some input and some guidance, we'll be helping all of the other public officials who are listening to the podcast. And if you need investment, uh, you're going to have a lot of people listening and uh, who want to invest. But moreover, we're going to have contractors who are going to become aware of your project and, and, and they're going to compete for it. And the more competition you have, the better solutions you're going to get. So these podcasts are meant to go both ways. And, 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 and focus, focus the conversation. We're all overwhelmed and in, in, uh, inundated by information from every side, every day of the week, 24 hours a day, all the time. But I hope, again, we're going to bring this in and make it real, have a dialogue and make a project into something that people can understand to build a narrative around. And I think it's got to be a narrative that meets the need of that community. I think that's the key difference, isn't it? From your average contractor might come in the door and say, well, I have a product or a solution that helps a company do such and such. When you do that for a government, we really have to tell the story so that elected official ensures that if government is going to purchase that solution or they're going to build a project, a transit project, housing project, water, broadband, that it, me- it meets the need of that community. And that is a story. It's a story they're telling, right? It's a story. And and I had a call just today from a from a company that is working with a city to launch a project. And and the, the private sector company said the city wants us to bring funding. And we don't understand all of these different funding sources. And we and we are smart. We have CPAs on our team, but we don't understand. This is so different. And so when you look at a lot of these funding programs that are available now, they do require private sector investment. That's a whole new concept uh, to mandate it. So I spent a lot of time trying to explain that. I'm hoping that on podcasts we can explain it once or twice and and reach hundreds of people and not have to do it one-on-one-on-one. And I'm also hoping that some of the media may learn from this because I get a lot of calls from the media saying, we don't understand this funding either. Is it good for taxpayers or not? And it is, but only if you understand how it works. If you're, t- tell me one of the key things you say to almost anybody who calls you that wants to work with government. What are the one or two or th- even three things they must keep in mind? especially with your perspective, having sat in that chair right. as a public official. Right. Well, what I, what I start off by saying is 
This is the largest market in the world. It is extremely competitive and it is political. And, and that, that's a whole different culture. So you have to understand transparency is critical. Ethics, you've got to follow the rules. You've got to follow the procedures and you have to understand. We even go into, you know, in depth saying, Virtual virtual presentations are the norm now since COVID. And if you're going to do one, you've probably only got 30 minutes. So four minutes is all you can have to talk about your company. Now get immediately to what will your solution do for this public entity? And once they hear that, stop and let them ask questions because they will have questions. And, and, and so it's, it's, Verity, it's good messaging, it's it's transparency, it's being right up front. Here's how we can help you. You know, we're about a, about a year, depending on when we put this put this up live, about a year out from the presidential election in 2024, November 2024. I'm building on your point about politics. Politics, right? Politics plays a role in all this. And sadly, I think there are there are a lot of companies out there. Maybe it's even some nonprofits who might say, I don't want anything to do with government because they're afraid of politics. And we all understand politics gets really ugly at times. Not always. Seems like the loudest voices get more of the coverage than a lot of the good women and men out there serving, trying to make a difference in their communities. But politics, politics. I, 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 I was just on Capitol Hill just about an hour ago. And so that's definitely politics up there. When, when you say politics, Mary, what does that mean to you? What politics? Well, uh, it's a political environment. And so what you really have to stand, understand right up front is you don't take a, a, a solicitation, something you're trying to sell to government, to an elected official. If that elected official is smart, and most of them are, they will run from that. They could end up in prison trying to negotiate with you. The people inside government run government, and make recommendations to elected officials. So these are some of the political issues that you've got to understand. Uh, government, political government, is a, a, a very structured bureaucracy for all kinds of reasons. It's public money. It's public service. Uh, it's citizens you are trying to serve and do right by. So uh, that's the first thing we make all of our, our companies that we work with understand is uh, understand the politics. It, it's easy too, you know, I talk to a lot of people say, well, there's just, there's too many regulations. The, the market's too slow. I don't want to deal with it. Why don't they just make it go faster and all that? And, I, and I, I've always said for my many years in government and since, for every regulation, for every law, and specifically every regulation, whether it's federal, state, local, there is usually a story behind that. Oftentimes, there's even a tragedy behind it. And it is though each one of those regulations is there for a, usually for a good reason, not always, usually. And that's why understanding it, we talk about in the, in the Petrie world, the world of public-private partnerships, we've got to have a good... Uh, with a, a statutory a framework for all this to work. And I think that's what you're getting at. The process with working for an, working with an agency on a particular project, no matter its size, but there's also the larger, if you're, you've got a city, you've got state government, you've got those stakeholders, 
stakeholders. And then the federal government, which, of course, I'm in D.C. I think a lot about the federal government, federal government, which provides, I think you said earlier today, what was the word you said? Vitality. It provides so much vitality to the state and local infrastructure market because of the funding, because of the, all these financing programs that now exist. Really, I got to think the successful people, and I've seen them in this world that you live in and I live in, are those which understand local government, state government, federal government, and can put that together as a compelling narrative. Anyway, I think that's, again, that's where I think this kind of educational communications platform we've put together here. I'm hoping is going to help demystify that and maybe even increase people's confidence to to get in this marketplace. Right. Yeah, you know, Marshall, I literally grew up in government. My dad was a mayor off and on for two decades. Uh, my late husband, Lynn, was in the legislature 14 years. And then I was a statewide office holder for 10 years. So I totally understand that this this market space, but I, I find that really, really intelligent people who have not lived in it, it it is foreign it is strange and sometimes they you know it they really do criticize it but it is what we've got it's the best we've got and everything we can do to make it better we should do so uh, i know we're winding down let me just say one more time and i'll let you close but we want input from people who are hearing these podcasts and who are going to this site. So help us make this a good thing for the world. Reach out to us. I'm telling you, this is an exciting, entrepreneurial, innovative time in the world of government, in the world of the private sector, and the the intersection of the two. Get involved here. Talk to Mary. Talk to me. Let's have a discussion and a dialogue. Let's make this real because those that are getting involved right now, not only are going to benefit, but you're going to make a lasting impact in, in your community, in your state, in this country. And I think in a time like this, where we're all looking at screens all the time and wondering what's real and what's not. This is real and it's exciting and we need everybody in here. So I look forward to this dialogue. Watch this space in the future. We're going to have some great podcast guests coming up here soon. We're going to touch on everything and I hope to inspire more and more people to come to the site and watch this. I just think it's going to be great. Mary, any other co- closing comments for today? Thanks for joining us today. We'll be Thanks back. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, and we'll see you all next time.